Bitcoin boys, your average everyday crypto gaming tech bros. That's right, it's Andy, aka producer BTW, or they like to call me producer by the way. But by the way, sitting to my left is Daniel Gutierrez, aka at dgutierrez84 on Twitter. And to my left is Aaron, aka Crypto Sanity, at Sanity Crypto on Twitter. Welcome to the Coin Boys video show, I would say. We'll have a better yeah. name, but meaning you could see us. Yes. And we are Coin Boys. I'm we excited. The, yes. And probably really what I have to mention is thanks to Mob Crush, who we are now powered by, and we are here in their nice Santa Monica offices. Yeah. And we have our very own engineer here and a, a new Coin Boy, Sam. And I think He's on camera. Hey, what's yes. up, guys? How you doing, man? <laughs> Good. Thanks All for right. having me. Yeah, of course. Nice. Thanks for, for helping Stand us. man. Hooking us up. Yeah, so guys, uh, before we get into anything, I want to tell our awesome new Mob Crush people that you could find us at thecoinboys.com. And what we always ask for is go to our iTunes, because on our iTunes, we have our score system. And a lot of podcasts are, are measured that way. So we'd really appreciate stars, reviews, whatever you think you want to give us. If, if it's Likes, your first... subscriptions, anything. Right, right, but uh, most importantly, all of our hub is thecoinboys.com, and our, our Twitter, which is very popular, is, is the Coinboys podcast. Also, same as uh, same on IG as well. Uh, guys, consistency is important. Yes, consistency. Yeah. So let, let's catch up before we we got a, a lot of news today. Yeah, uh, yeah, a lot going on. We got some gaming too. Yes, is that right? Oh yes. But uh, I'm going to start first, and uh, I mentioned uh, a while ago that I started watching Evangelia. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did I say it right? We still don't know. Okay. It's Neon so. Genesis. But I think it is Evangelion. I think it is I think that. It's Evangelion. Evangelion, because that's when I I tried I started watching after you had told me about it. Oh, awesome. Uh, a little I, bit. I added it to my list because I started watching Must. it like way back in the day and never. It's beautiful. With it, so. it's, it's like a, it's like an. It's like watching Akira on TV show, like it's, a TV show version. Well, I guess my point is, is that now that I finished it, um, and because like kind of like I come from a film background and I studied film and stuff, and this anime is probably. One of the best animes I've ever seen. Damn. And wow. bold statement. There's a reason why I guess it was always thought that way. And basically, and it's a 20 year old anime, so sorry if I spoil. I'm sorry, it's 20 years old. <laughs> but I'm not going to spoil, spoil. But my main point is that what I took away from it is humanity is going to be extinct. And it's like a fight against these, these things called angels. And you don't know really what's happening. And it's very convoluted, the whole anime. Mm-hmm. But it's such an art piece. So check it out. If you like anime, if you've never seen it, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Excellent. How about you, Daniel? What are you doing? I did a lot this weekend. I went to, I saw Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, which is now uh-huh. my number one live action Spider-Man movie. Whoa. It's uh, one of number my. Number one. Damn. And was this one done by Sony? I this was done by say? Sony, but written, I believe, by Marvel. Because the deal was, if they didn't make a billion dollars with this movie, uh-huh. Sony's contract breaks with, with Marvel. So they can renegotiate their contract, but basically oh. Marvel set it up so they get a billion dollars. Well, <laughs> well, that's good because it's like that was my whole thing is that they they had the whole uh, contract thing. If they didn't use it, they lose it. Yeah. So they kept right. making and rebooting Spider Man just so like they had crazy. content, and it was. I'm sorry, Tobey Maguire. I was. You were not my favorite Spider Man. Andrew Garfield, who I liked as well, but the, the, he was okay. Yeah. But this one, uh, you saw it, right? Yes. This yeah, is Tom yeah. Holland. I enjoyed it. Very this much. is Tom Holland. Yeah. yeah. It, He's good. Me, I like him. This movie was my favorite live action, and Mysterio's of Spider-Man's uh, bad guys is, is mm-hmm. my favorite bad guy for for sure. For so they did him justice. That's cool. Nice. I really enjoyed That's it. That's awesome. But then I also um, I play fantasy football, uh-huh. and we have to. It's that pick, time of year, right? Yeah, it's that time of year, and we have to pick our draft order. 
Okay. Are so you the, a fantasy football guy? I, I am, I but you he's be. been in I, for a while. I've been in for a while, but I was just talking about like maybe taking a break. <laughs> yeah. Like because I'm lot. like kind of sick of it. It really is. Yeah. But in order to pick our draft or pick when we when we pick choose our players, we have we have a competition, and this year was a board game competition. Cool. Where we played. A, a tournament of board games. Uh, we played uh, Secret Hitler, which is a fun game if you haven't played. Secret I recommend it. Hitler. Have you, have you played it, Sam? No, I'm familiar with it, yeah. It's so good. Uh, it probably could teach every kid politics. It's really good. Uh, and then the other one that we played was one called Dick's It. Uh, D-I-X-I-T. Huh? Never heard of it. It's basically, you get a picture, and I like this game a lot. You get a picture. It's very abstract. It could be a picture of anything. Beautiful art, but it's a picture of anything. And you have to say a word. So people can guess your picture, and everybody else hears that word, and they all have pictures as well. Okay. And they all choose one. Interesting. And then you have to get people to vote for your picture based off of your clue, but if everybody obviously gets your clue, you get zero points. So you Got have it. to be a little wow. bit vague. Interesting. That's where the, you have to be a little abstract with it. I love it. So I, I'm assuming Sam's played both of those? I, based on the description, I think I have played Dixit, although immediately I uh, was reminded of a game called Mysterium, which oh, takes like the clue mechanic... And oh, wow. you're trying to get, like, figure out who killed different people, and each person's been killed by something different. It's that's been a while a really, since we played I've it. I've heard that's a really good game. I've yeah, never played it. I've it's heard that's it's really, really cool. good, but the, um, there's, like, a narrator who is running a seance. Right. So they can't say anything, but they have all these abstract cards to try oh, and get you to make the right choices. That's a fun role. It's yeah, really cool. It's cool. really fun. Well, Sam is our resident yeah. uh, board, board game, game expert. That's, that's why we're always checking with him. That's really good to go. That's, his, that's my uh, niche. That's but, right. But to do tiebreakers, and we had two tiebreakers that we had to do, yep. it was a bunch of old guys playing Crossfire, and when you have old oh, guys like playing you play Crossfire, music? Crossfire, crossfire wow. that yeah. was, Right. I would have like put on YouTube and just have that on oh, loop, the ten-hour loop. That, and he did, and we oh, had to use uh, that as a timer eventually uh, because old guys playing Crossfire is the longest game in the world. Oh, it's, it's supposed to take thirty-five seconds. It took like seven minutes. I was like, you know what? Just use your fingers. So I, was just, I was sick and tired of it, but but uh, it was a fun day. Cool. Awesome. And then yeah. Aaron. Uh, you were into a lot of memes this weekend, right? Oh, What's well, going on, anyway, yeah, with Area 51? I want you to was, explain. Yeah, it's like, I'm sure everybody's been beat over the head with it on, like, Facebook and all that stuff, even Instagram. Uh, Joe Rogan had a guest on named Bob Lazar, and the guy's been around for a while. They're, they called him a conspiracy theorist, and he was making all these claims that he worked at Area 51, and of all these things that happened, everybody's like, ah, he's a crazy person. So then, as, you know, other people came out, some, like, retired general came out and talked about some hand scanner that they had back in the 80s that measured the bones and the width of your fingers, uh, it, which everybody says is more unique than our okay. fingerprints or something. And he said that long ago, and they're like, well, well, Bob said that, so maybe that's actually a thing. So other things came out like that. So Bob went on to Joe Rogan, and he's talking about all the stuff he saw, and I'll tell you, it's pretty damn convincing. Like, I believe the dude. I'm like, oh, this totally happened. So after that, some Facebook groups started up of these people saying, let's all rush Area 51. They can't stop all of us. And it has something like three, three to 400,000 uh, people saying they're going. <laughs> and it looks like it's happening in September. I, I, I saw the memes on Reddit. Like, this is going to turn into the Fire Festival or it something retarded. It's, are they crazy? Well, they, it's like, so they have all these, yeah, all those memes that are, uh, and I know we were showing a few. But no one's going to show up. But here's oh, there's going to be the crazy people, oh, people who oh, show up. I know, and right, one or two right. are going to be crazy enough to actually rush the thing, and they're going to get killed. You're right. Because they're going to kill anybody because who charges a military installation. The, my favorite was on Reddit. Somebody said the Air Force, uh, somebody posted, posted a news thing, the Air Force it said they are ready and waiting for anybody who's trying yeah. to come in. They said we will and defend then, any military yeah. installation. And the first comment on it was like, stupid Air Force, we're rushing them by land. They can't do anything. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, my God. losing it. 
Uh, well, the internet's having a lot of fun with it. Uh, the memes are phenomenal, oh. though. It's like, but it, now there's now there's Reddit subreddits of please no more Area 51 memes, which are now being flooded with more <laughs> Area 51 memes. So then the Joe Rubin does a tweet. He's like, I feel like I'm partially responsible for this. And everybody's like, partially No, you're completely responsible. Fully. Yeah. I I used to be obsessed with aliens, and I used to read a lot of abduction books in so high did Joe school. Rubin. Yeah, that's why so he was all interested in that. It's something though that I kind of lost interest in. Like I was in high school, I was like, I want to be abducted so bad. I can't wait for the why. Alien well, it's me. immediately you know it's anal probing, and if you're into that, great. It's good for Actually, you. But it's gonna happen. Interesting enough, I think the they know enough about our anuses. By now. <laughs> the government back then. I remember I read a book and it showed you the right. There's actually, you know, paperwork you can fill out when you see an alien or you think you see an alien. There's mm-hmm. actually like official government documents for you to fill out as a human being, a citizen of America, and send them that you saw something. Really? Uh, it was from a book I read. Oh, I'd man. have to go into more detail, but I, it's been years. But yeah, there's actual places to go and get files where you would like fill out, oh, I saw an alien, or I've been abducted, and send it to the government. Yeah, and there's stuff with, uh, like there's, I guess, some internal code with astronauts and and certain Air Force pilots and stuff like that that go into suborbit or anything. They're like, if you think you see anything, just shut up. Because apparently if you mention something, they revoke your flight status, and you have to go under evaluation, and they start just trying to like, either they are trying to shame or confuse them into not talking if they actually saw something, or they're crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be one thing. It's like they'd be you'd be feared that that, that pilot's now crazy and, and unfit to fly. But the other half is, if you saw something, you should say something. I see that on something, the subway. Say something. I saw that even on the in space. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing applies for astronauts, yes. by the way, for the ISS. Got That's, it. Yeah. But yeah, well, I'm glad you guys had a great time yeah. talking about aliens and your fantasy football and my anime. I, I may it go. Sounds like a good week. I may do the Area 51 thing. Though. I may go. You may go? I may go. It's in okay. September around my birthday. So I, hope they have, I hope they have bathrooms and facilities because we know what happened at the fire Festival, so we know. Just, they okay. will not. Okay. They will be very They safe. don't have to move islands in the last minute, so it's a desert, That's so at true. least they got that. Uh, but anyway, yeah. more importantly, we have a lot of news to catch up. We have some games to play with you guys, so let's get right into Block News. All right, guys. I told Daniel this. We don't really want to get political on this show, but we're going we're gonna to talk about the one, the only, Donald Trump and what he had to say about cryptocurrencies. Well, we have to yeah, because have to. No it, was, it was like the hottest topic in the crypto world. Like, of course, in anybody who keeps their the finger on the pulse. That's true. It, it was, was like anybody who has their finger on the pulse with any crypto this news, is... everybody was like, Trump tweets about Bitcoin. Why Donald Trump doesn't like Bitcoin? Trump and cryptocurrency. It happens yeah, a lot with Libra. big people besides the president. Oh, when Elon Musk tweeted about Dogecoin. Everybody was like, oh my God, heads were Who was the one that did the nail polish? The oh, singer. Katy Perry. Yeah, uh, and, uh, out of nowhere. Different altcoins I have altcoins on my Bitcoin and Ethereum and, and well, Ripple or whatever. He, yeah. This is the first time outside of the SEC that, said some, that somebody had said something directly about it, and it's the president. Yeah, so for those people that may not know what we're talking about, he tweeted, I do not like Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. They seem to be associated with nothing but, you know, drugs and and dark activity on the web. And and then it went to a second. It was three total tweets. And then the second one, I felt like this was a segue. He's like, I don't like Bitcoin. Everybody knows what Bitcoin is. By the way, Facebook's Libra, I don't like either. I like how he gave a nudge to Libra, though. Oh, yeah. It's kind of funny. I think his whole thing was they're trying to to take people down away from Libra being excited about it. He's like, there's only one thing we believe, and that's the U.S. dollar. Which has never been better than ever in the history of ever. Oh, my gosh. Which is is backed by the words and promises of the U.S. federal government. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Ultimately, he... He didn't really. Uh, we had discussed off off the show that we don't think he wrote it. First off, yeah. 
That was really, He's the president. They really don't write. No, 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 no. This guy right? writes his tweets. Well, his for, tweets, maybe, yeah. But, except well, for, except been, for like, this one. I think. He would have been, don't like Bitcoin. Bad. Yeah, he would have don't, said, don't like, like Libra. Also bad. Like, Very sad. And he would have at one point spelled Batcoin. I'm certain he would have done it. But the, the thing is, he didn't really say anything of value. He talked about the markets and he talked about how mm -hmm. value of, of compared to fiat and, and dollars and mm -hmm. stuff like that. It didn't hit what cryptocurrency is about. It didn't hit what no. what blockchain technology is about. It was a broad is, statement right. of store of value. Yeah. I mean, I told some people that at least he didn't say I'm banning cryptocurrencies in the United States of America. He said I just don't like it. Yeah. So Well, he would have undone a lot of progress that the SEC has been right. working on. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like he's not wrong about the Libra Libra thing. Like they're gonna oh, have I, to go through I things they're gonna need to do. Yeah. And right now, unfortunately, this is what this is my problem with crypto a lot is America. We're like so like slow and and taking our time with this whole thing. Yeah, where Bitcoin other has been evolving so rapidly. And you know, the technology and all these other things, and the FCC is like, oh wait, we should probably try to regulate yeah. this now. And it's like, oh man, you guys are really late to the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. seriously. No, <laughs> here's the, this. This is the reason why I know it, it, he didn't. I'm very certain he didn't write it is because it was. A, he was that statement was not wrong. That tweet was not necessarily wrong. Mm -hmm. It was just unfocused on and was focused on the wrong thing, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. It was focused on how much Bitcoin is worth versus what can the technology do for us, for the future, for <laughs> gamers, for for banks, for 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 people around the world who need to find a way to take control of their money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, stuff like that. So uh, it um, did pump Bitcoin right after. As soon as he said that, it started pumping. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, nice. the president don't like it. And one of my friends got, said, he's like, my mom just texted me, said, I, hey, I just saw that Donald, on the on you know the evening news, that Donald Trump said he doesn't like Bitcoin. I guess this means that there's something really behind it now, huh? <laughs> and that's another thing. Like, is oh. those, a lot of people really, truly feel that, that what he said, if, if he's, what, a lot of people are on the opposite ends of, of Trump. Mm -hmm. Whenever he says something bad about something, it's probably good. And whenever he says something good about something, it's probably bad. And that's how people generally feel, which is why did, I feel Bitcoin pumped. Did someone ask him, or did, was this totally random? Like, was there a lead up to this? Maybe it was the Facebook thing. Out of the blue. It was oh, what's the Libra thing is, is, Facebook, is opening yeah. the conversation. Maybe that's what we're, like he was seeing in his office. He's, like, I'm pretty sure that the government's feeling very threatened by Libra. Oh, they, they absolutely, should be, they should be, of they course. Be. Nobody elected Mark Zuckerberg for anything, yet he might and he has some billions kind of, of people on a platform. You have billions of people on a platform and people in unstable economies that if they take their money and shift it to Libra, while their currency devalues, they maintain more money in Libra. So that gives them a store of value and it gives them a transactional uh, ability that's going to cost them fractions of a cent instead of like dollars like it does yeah. now. To, oh, so it's like that's what's great about crypto. But, I mean, it's like that's what it uses, elected? but it's a centralized entity of Facebook. And Zuckerberg sucks at our privacy, at keeping he our does. privacy. There's a lot of issues with Libra that you should really stay away from. But the other yeah. half is like, who elected our uh, our treasury? Who elected the, the head of our of our, well, of our mean, banks? We oh, well, the banks. Yeah, yeah no. nobody. Uh, but so you know, treasury gets chosen by the cabinets, you know, or by the administrations yeah. and everything. So there the is, banks a, is a different situation. An illusion of control, you know. It's yeah. Uh, the whole thing is this. It actually, a couple days later, after the, the tweet happened, uh, Bitcoin did start to dip. So that's when Bloomberg comes in. They're like, oh, look, President's words made Bitcoin drop. And I was like, okay, no. markets don't move that slow. No. Stock markets and crypto, one bit of news, like that. We'll make Action. You're going to see something happen. And 48 hours later, you can blame it on a million other things. But yeah. It's, yeah, that's like Bloomberg crypto. They're yeah. just like trying to be relevant. But <laughs> the fact is... An old man who is pretty high up there said something about blockchain, and that is 
pretty big. Old man yells at Bitcoin. Yeah. And yes. I guess we'll... To, to clouds. Because he thinks it's all on the cloud. We'll see what happens. Maybe there'll be another tweet. Who knows? Let's yeah. see what happens. Uh, maybe maybe yeah. Trump wants to get a little bit more educated now that he's... No. Like, but but yeah. hold on. Because now that Libra's like, you know, in the mix, he's like, okay, now Facebook's getting involved in crypto. I could just see him like... Like, I'm not saying he's going to, like, study it, but I'm no, saying but it's making there's a reason notice. there's a tweet right now because maybe he's like, wait a minute, now Facebook's got this thing? Hmm. Zuckerberg, he's probably going to invite Zuckerberg over to his office like he did the, the Jack from oh, Twitter, yeah. and uh, Kanye West. And he does this weird yeah. thing where he, like, invites these popular people just to sit with him. Yeah, because he's the uh, art of the deal. He's going to close <laughs> Right, it's the art of the deal. Or he's going to fire him. Anyway, uh, <laughs> enough Trump. Let's move yeah. on to actually something connected to Facebook and owned by Facebook, Instagram. I see Instagram bullies, Daniel. What's going on? Yeah, so Instagram is starting to uh, read your tweets. And this is coming out of the UK first. I don't know if it's going to be implemented. We're very UK too. friendly here. Yeah, we like no, to talk about that uh, But stuff. it's going to eventually implement around, around the world. Right. But um, mm-hmm. uh, if you put up a tweet... They, Wait, not, uh, not a tweet. Not, sorry, if you put up a IG post. IG post, although it's starting to kind of happen with Twitter as well. But specifically for IG, if you put up something that seems to be threatening... That seems to be bullying. Oh. They will they will put, pull up a little thing saying, "Are you sure you want to send this?" Really? Oh, so the algos are gonna the algorithm warn you that out. you're posting an edgy topical piece of content. Bullying, huh? more bullying, it's more, more bullying. So it's more about people commenting on other IG posts. Yeah, essentially. But so. I mean, I wonder if it reads sarcasm. It does not. No, so that's we a problem. Need, so that's why <laughs> italics should be easy to access on your phone because anything in italics should be sarcasm, sarcasm or something like that. Or yeah. people do the slash S. But or even something then, like that. everybody just does all italics and it gets annoying. So I, I yeah, don't. Then you, well, this algorithm is going to yeah. suck for a while. But then again, I don't ever I, post anything that's going to be anything close to threatening. Algorithms I, are a downfall. I sure. actually had an experience over the weekend. I got blocked on Twitter from someone I've been following for a long time because I said something funny to a tweet that she put and oh. she didn't take my sarcasm right and she literally wrote F-U-U-C and you know like and I was like whoa and then she blocked me and then I told this other person I knew I was like a little overreaction huh and then she unblocked me later and apologized oh, but that's an existence timing, of me bro. like I was and I'm you know me I'm like yeah. I'm like I have like kind of like a sarcasm nut yeah you but know, you don't go sure. you don't attack yeah, nobody online I wasn't <laughs> like yeah. so I, wow. I was glad I didn't know about that glad she unblocked me it was just a really weird altercation or whatever but I anyway mean, nobody can read I mean even if you try to do sarcasm things get misconstrued when you send a text totally and so that counts oh, as yeah. tweets and stuff too yeah it's hard to get comments yeah, I guess she didn't know me well enough. Yeah. It really was Context wasn't is hard, y'all. <laughs> but, I mean, this comes down to how, you know, a lot of people are like, well, freedom of speech, freedom of speech, freedom of speech. It's like, well, then, what, what, what is freedom of speech? Like, right, but the reaction uh, that I got... It's everything except doxing and, and inciting violence and personal threats. Yeah, That's essentially opinion, what free speech is. But there yeah. are people who argue against you. I won't, but there are people who will argue against you saying, I can say whatever I want. Well, if you're on a centralized platform by a privately owned company, they can kind of do what they want, but the argument is people like Jack, who own Twitter, they're too powerful. They didn't intend to be this powerful, but when they control the flow of the conversation regardless, it is therefore curating it towards what he necessarily wants. Mm -hmm. Now, he didn't want that. He never said that that's what Twitter's for. He's like, this is just my platform. But it's become so enormous that responsibility has to be recognized. That's what a lot of the free speech people are saying is that even though you didn't intend it to be like this, like Facebook never intended to be a news source, but most people get their news from these bogus, groups. bullshit articles that people can make. There's or sensational, tons of groups. Like fake, yeah. 
yeah, groups and faked images and stuff like that. So it's a so yeah. basically for those out there who don't know what centralized and decentralized is, because we have a new more new audience. That's yeah. true. Uh, uh, something that is owned by a company, if you can sue it, <laughs> it is centralized, which means they control it. And if, if one person can say shut it down yeah. or change this, centralized, it's done. So, yeah. so they they can control what you say. It's not a free speech platform, even though it tries to pretend in some way it is. It's not a free speech platform. Right. They can control whatever you want. That's why we are also for crypto and blockchain because it is decentralized now. And and at that point, it's kind of on its own thing for you to to either support it or not. Right. Um, but yeah. that would probably be truly free speech. It's true, but that would also include all of the doxing and, and, and all the worst stuff. Some people stuff. inciting so, violence. People so it becomes you know what do you want? Sharing horrible images that are literally illegal to share and yeah. stuff like that, and they so, can't be taken down. So there's there, it's a dual-edged sword. But that's what every people that want truly free speech. It's like they want yeah. truly free speech. And if you want to see what happens in America when you try to do some sort of freedom thing, look up the history of Silk Road for those of you who have never heard of it. Ah yes. And enjoy. Yeah. See what happens there. Uh, we have two episodes related to it, actually. Yeah, actually. Uh, yeah, look look for our Lynn Albrecht episode, and shout out to freeross.org. Check yes. it out. All right, let's uh, let's get more news, but let's get into some gaming stuff. Yeah. Nintendo last week, huge news out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. uh, the Switch Lite, and I think, Sam, we're going to throw to like a little trailer here. You'll see it. Uh, this is the president of Nintendo showing uh, out of nowhere. <laughs> They oh, made Bowser. a yes. Switch Lite. No, no, it isn't no, Bowser. It's, Bowser. It's, oh, the, Bowser? Uh, it's the developer of the Switch. Sorry, I forgot his name. Oh. Um, yes, he's the president of Nintendo. Yeah, that's why I was like, just... Bowser, the real Bowser is his Twitter handle. Twitter Sorry, Bowser. I totally... I, I miss Reggie, okay? Reggie, I was so easy for me <laughs> oh, to throw yeah. to Reggie. People miss Reggie. Yes. Everybody misses Reggie. Everyone misses Reggie, and also Iwata, who was the original CEO mm -hmm. before every uh, everything happened. So anyway, long story short, as you saw it, what do you think of it? Now, let's just talk about what it, what's the difference between the regular Switch uh, and the Switch Lite. Apparently, it's got a smaller profile. Uh, they claim it has a longer battery life. Uh, those can be good. I, I don't like it. I think it's unnecessary. I mean, other than the fact that maybe someone wants to buy one for his kids, and it's $100 cheaper, and you'd be like, okay, you're only going to play it there anyway. But you can't connect it to your TV like the Switch does. I take my Switch everywhere I want to. You know, on the plane, all that stuff. I just put it in this case and we take it. We went to Vegas and we tried hard to connect to the, oh, to the yeah, hotel the, room television. Their smart TV wouldn't allow the signal to come in from an outside source. It wasn't their smart box so or whatever. Crazy. It was very frustrating. They, like, program and lock up those TVs. Yeah. But I feel like the Switch is already a portable, full-size console. Now you're taking away my ability to see Breath of the Wild, which is a gorgeous game, on a full-size screen. Mm -hmm. I can put it on my, my freaking 70-inch that I have, and it's gorgeous. But with the Switch Lite, no. You've got a compressed screen. You're going to miss out on detail. Uh, you, you can't detach the controllers, but you can actually sync up uh, the Joy-Con controllers to it. Oh, so you okay. can still set it on the stand and still, still oh, play. Cool. So you can use, I believe you could probably use a, a Pro controller, uh, the, the Switch Pro controller and everything. Mm -hmm. So it has those facets. I just feel like it was unnecessary. And if you already own a Switch, I don't see why anybody would get it. If you don't own one at all and you want the capability to play... I can see that. Well, I'm gonna counter My counter argument is that I broke my Switch. <laughs> so when Nintendo brought this out, I was like, okay, this is cheaper. Also, here's my other point. Now, I had the Wii U when it first came out. Mm -hmm. I played it forever. I enjoyed it. So what happened when I got the Switch? I would never put it on my TV. I would leave like something playing on YouTube in the background, and I would sit in my like I just mm -hmm. loved the portability. That's and why I have two TVs in my living room. Right, but, but I got anime going. Okay, on. but not everyone I, has two TVs. In I, I have a TV obsession. Any TVs in your toilet? 
like oh that was the dream i literally like once i owned a house it was to put one in there excellent so all i'm going to tell you is that the new animal crossing is going to be releasing and i want to play that here i don't want to play that there Animal Crossing, yes, like on option. GameCube, it, yes. it was on GameCube on the TV, yes, mm-hmm. but it became so much more valuable to me on the 3DS when it came out, and I'm ready for portable. So for me, as a non-Switch owner currently, for non-Switch owners, it makes sense, but a Switch owner shouldn't have to go out and buy one. And that's what I'm saying, yeah, too. Is that's like, the difference, People right? that are like, oh, I want to get one, and I already have a Switch. I'm like, why? Yeah, you could just I mean, take literally, if I'm playing, it's Saturday, and I'm like, oh, man, i got to go to the bathroom. I can drop my controller, take my Switch out, go to the bathroom, I continue my game. The bathroom will never stop my games again. Yes. <laughs> but uh, I think it's November. Yeah, I see the value well, if somebody, it's entry level or somebody wants that as a standalone. Well, I get it. I have, I have a question. Because yeah. um, I've always had respect for Nintendo. I felt like they've made very decent decisions growing, uh, going up, except for mm-hmm. Virtual Boy. Anyways. <laughs> I uh, loved Virtual Boy, by the it, way. It was okay. Hater. And, um, but uh, in, in how this is... Two hundred bucks for for mm-hmm. the for the for the light, and how much is the regular switch? Four hundred. So how much was like the three DS at the time? Oh well, this is probably going to kill the three DS. That's what everybody's yeah. Thinking. But how much is it? How much when when you pay? It, it hasn't dropped in price, uh, but people are hoping that you know but, if it does do that, they'll be able to scoop one. But up like, is it like one fifty, a hundred bucks? What is it? I'd have to look it up. I think I'd have to look it up. But here's the thing: is that the three DS still has a market out there. It's crazy. Absolutely. Oh, so yeah. you're right. This is what they want to do to... Because there's tons of people that still love playing portable 3DS. So this is their portable. And that's true. And guess what? They, portable they, people the, have to make two different versions the of the game. They release a console-worthy... Or even their indie games, which you get on the marketplace all the time with Switch. Yeah. So you get all these... like You can get the smaller games that are 5 bucks, 10 bucks, 15 bucks. You can get the full AAA games that are 60 bucks. All that stuff. So it's like you can do the full range. So even if you wanted to play a 3DS quality game, there's no reason a developer couldn't make that and put it on the indie, the you know standard marketplace and sell it that way. Well, so I'm more, I'm more like 3DS at, has no place anymore. I'm more looking at price point because mm-hmm. is it worth it for uh, somebody who has a 3DS who likes 3DS to go up to the Switch Lite? That I would say yes because you're literally uh, sure. It's a powerhouse. It's still the Switch is still a very powerful console uh, to be able to play some of these full scope games uh, on this tiny little device now. Okay. It's, so I think that would be an upgrade from the 3DS, but there's are such an insane library of games for the 3DS that unless it there's all all, there's, it's going to be a market, a secondhand marketplace, even if there's not new ones being made all the time. Okay. Regardless, all right. yeah. And that's the crazy thing is the 3DS came out a long time ago and long they're still making ago. money. They're, they Nintendo has sealed the console, the portable console industry. Sony True. is not really there anymore. Microsoft is like, I'm not even going there. You know, yeah. it's it's better that I think for the whole market as a whole, like they're like I think the tri- the publishers are like, or the you know like Microsoft, Sony, they're like, all right, we gave up on the Vita. Actually, the Vita was very successful in Japan, by the way, but it failed miserably in America. Yeah. Um, but that's some great games for it. I just like how the, there's like more of a respect in the industry. It's like, all right, let Nintendo take the handheld thing. Let them do that because it's different, and it's also why Nintendo's successful because they always think. Outside the oh, box. they've dominated since the it's original crazy. Game Boy. Game Gear, oh, it's color. Mm, wasn't better, though. Yeah, it was think. good, though, Game Gear. I did enjoy Game Gear. Game Gear, yeah, it had a few good, good ones. Games. I don't know, Game Boy. Too crazy. Game Actually, Boy Color came out, then Game Boy Advance. You know what was one of the best ones that people probably didn't have was the portable Turbo Graphics uh, oh, system. That was or, legit. That was, was legit. Fun Turbo Graphics. Yep, it was freaking phenomenal. Look at yeah. you guys, I had Tiger. Yeah, one single tiger game. I remember the tires. <laughs> but, uh, with four different frames. Yes. We got a couple of quick things to talk about, uh, starting with facial recognition, right? Yes. So one big thing that uh, we talk about here is privacy. Yes. We love our privacy. Privacy and emerging tech. And emerging how tech. 
it's but, invading our privacy. So basically, every government around the world is trying to identify you, whether you want them to identify you or not. By your fighting, heartbeat. By heartbeat, by his hand scans, by fingerprints, yep. by everything. So uh, one is facial recognition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they've discovered that a way around it is to simply put on some juggalo makeup. Juggalo makeup? Juggalo makeup. Man. <laughs> like the juggalos. The juggalos. And for wow. those of you who don't know, don't know what a juggalo is, coffee. enjoy the internet. Um, yeah. Because you're about to you're about to see some crazy stuff. Um, I basically it just comes down to you put makeup on your face. You just you distort how you look on your face. You can change everything because huh. it does it, it 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 takes away those those intricate features that you have. I was gonna say that especially the color differentiation from your lips to your cheeks to your yeah. eyes. I guess and I guess you're trying to either make it monotone or confusing that their out their uh, system isn't used to. It so, changes things up. So the question becomes: Do you think because facial recognition is going to be a thing very soon? Oh yeah. And no people are going to willingly accept it because it'll be convenient for them or provide extra security. But so your privacy ain't worth that, y'all. Yeah, no, so are you guys willing to put on a bunch of makeup to go out and get groceries and stuff? Uh, you remember that movie, The Crow? Sure. Yes. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna be you that every day, every day, for, except for Halloween. Be the crow every day. <laughs> the one day you Which also nothing. looks like the Sting, Sting. the wrestler. Sting. Yep. It's like the same thing, crow makeup there. Pretty much. Much. So you're going to be Brandon Lee every that, day. That whole persona. How, what are you, when it comes down to facial recognition happening constantly, are you going to even. I mean, I'm using it right now, and I don't That's true. I mean, what are you using it for? On my phone, it unlocks it. I, no, nope. I don't care. I don't put my thumb. Well, I don't use listen, my face. Guess what? They've got no. all the scans of your face possible, even without enabling facial yeah. recognition. Just so for they you taking have, yeah. selfies. Google already can identify too, me and my daughter. I'm more. I'm on the the. Listen, besides crypto, where I like the anonymity with with money and Payment currency. Systems, yeah. The direction we're going with technology, it's almost like unstoppable, and it's just going to be a part of like your car is going to facial recognition you. You know, that's your Uber in the future. Your self driving car that picks you up is going to know who you are and going to like take you to your favorite stores. I don't know. Like, imagine going to a self-driving car and knows who you are because of facial recognition, and it says, Andy, do you want to go to the comic book store today yeah. on this Saturday because it's your weekend? I was like, yes, please take it. Because it's your weekend. You, you recognize me. You know my thoughts. I love you, self-driving robot. <laughs> it's Skynet. Come on. Let's get used to it. Let's just I, get you in You want to go hug a Boston Dynamics yeah, robot? I don't care. Well, they, I think they need a they're hug. Tor- they need a hug. beat down. They are Skynet. They yeah, are. for sure. They're coming in. Shit think is so about scary. what. What scares me is thirty years from now, what is Boston Dynamics going to look like? It's like, is this the future? A big tri- giant technological like... pyramid that oh we all God. must fight. I once had. I was working on a reality show, and we had to reach out to them. And I did speak mm-hmm. to them once, but they were very like. They, I think it was like some kind of technology we wanted to put on this workout show. Uh-huh. They had some like exercise, like wearable like, tech. I don't something like that. That, that and reads it, all of your bio. It didn't work readers. out because they had so much red tape at, at Boston Dynamics. But oh, shout sure. out to you guys, yeah, Scott, Boston Skynet. I mean Boston, Boston Dynamics. Skynet Dynamics. Got you. Dynamics Skynet. You're kill us all. And let's uh, let's finish. <laughs> let's keep going and finish the last story, which kind of okay. relates to the future. Is robot M- umpires, right? Yes. What's oh on? man, how, how how we have evolved, robot umpires. <laughs> so you want to argue with you, a robot? <laughs> for those of you who are into baseball, yes. an umpire is the guy who tells you if you got a strike or a ball. Done. Yeah. Now, yeah. if you're safe or you're out. Yeah. Now, but the one thing that we've get, gotten a lot in sports as of late is they want to do a lot of um, re- checking the tape, rewinding oh, yeah. and making sure that the call was to check correct. Check the call. Multiple umpires will agree on it. Yeah. We so got enough data. They're trying. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to streamline it now by having robots straight out call strikes and balls on the field and it started off with the american independent league i think it's on the east coast um mm, sounds high paid yeah well there there it's, it's a minor league but how it's still working so basically it uses the cameras just like when you watch baseball today or, or even play uh 
play MLB on on a on any game, mm-hmm. um, you got the box, and it kind of uses that yeah that uses that For box visual, and visual uses all cameras, yeah. and it kind of just de- de- determines whether or not it was a ball or a strike. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, it's still not fully there uh, because if something whiffs. It still comes. They go, oh, strike, and like the robots wrong. But it's is it like a there. real standing robot? No, it's, oh, it's, it's like a. They use AI. No, it's right. not going to be a boss like, dynamic no, umpire. But that eventually it will. will. Be. It will be. But they that's still so have funny. an umpire there, and the umpire has to listen to the call. He waits for the call, and and uh, if, if and if he feels that the call is very wrong, he will correct the call. So somebody is going to verify the robot's work, which means it's going to go from a field of umpires to like. A few umpires to one umpire to zero umpires to eventually zero. So why don't we just have robots playing baseball? I mean, I played some cool Nintendo games I'll, that had that. I'm down with that. Yeah, I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah, but but we, he would take steroids or robots hitting the ball. You know. Yeah, it, it, it well, works. The thing I thought that I thought was kind of interesting was the fact that that um, it's just one how much it's learning and and the umpire. Just the fact that the umpire is like, it's really wrong a lot of times. But the oh, other it's, thing it's was... new tech, and I guess they're finally putting the decision. The other thing was the, the, call, the calls there. The calls were getting delayed. Like, really delayed. So, like, hmm. everything would... Uh, people would so have it was to wait slower like than a human. Five, yeah, everything, it was slower and less accurate than a human. Yeah, people would have to wait like a minute or two for the, for the, for the AI to go strike. Well, that's not going <laughs> to get investors. So, we'll see. So, you know, have you guys seen those uh, security robots that are basically just like the little... I saw those. That, like, there's one in and, downtown. Yeah, and then there's there's also ones that are supposed to go check uh, grocery store shelves uh, to see what's out, what needs to be restocked, because sure. you know, because humans are getting replaced by robots. Mm-hmm. So the umpires might look like that. Uh, the funny thing is, there was a supermarket robot, and this the the news article was the the supermarket robot can't go anywhere because people keep surrounding it to stare at it. <laughs> So, well, it's going to be mundane, like, but right now it's yeah. so new. It's like phones. It's like a lot of older people didn't want to use smartphones at the beginning, and now mm-hmm. everyone uses smartphones. So eventually everyone's going to get used to seeing robots. I mean, yeah. I am. I'm already there. Uh, yeah. Sam, are you used to robots or what? I am used to the Ro- robots. You are one. Right. Dude, uh, that makes sense. I'll take it. Beep. 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 He hasn't peed this entire time. I was yeah. questioning things. I was worried about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But anyway, that does it for our news segment. And- All right. What a podcast, guys. This is Daniel Gutierrez at DGutierrez84 uh, here to close it out. But before uh, we head on out, we wanted to just, first off, you noticed things were a little bit different today because, again, we are now doing a video show. We are going to still do things exclusive for the audio podcast, and we will let you guys know when that happens and, and, and to definitely check it out because there are certain things that we can only do on audio that we can't do on video, and there are certain things that we can only do on video that we can't do on audio. So we want to definitely make sure we, we still reach out to everybody who's been supporting us for such a long time. We want to thank Mob Crush for believing in us and, and bringing us in. Um, as you know, we've been wanting to bring in gamers to the blockchain space for a long time, and there is still a lot of work to be done there. But it's extremely obvious that this is one of the greatest ways to bring in mass adoption. And for those of you who believe in blockchain, for those of you who believe in the technology, you know that uh, that this that you, it's probably right. Uh, so we're doing our best to educate the newcomers into the space. We're also doing our best to int- uh, introduce those of you who were like me and had no clue uh, as to this the 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 gravity of, of, of the gaming space of esports and all that stuff. It's, it's insane. I'm learning more and more every day. So uh, follow, if you're like me and don't really know too much about it, follow me on my journey. And if you have questions, I probably have those same questions or don't even realize to ask those questions. So 
our email, thecoinboys at thecoinboys.com. Our Instagram and our Twitter is at coinboyspodcast. Reach out to us. Let us know your questions. Let us know what you're feeling. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. You know, give us those reviews. Uh, let us know what's going on. Let us know what's, what what you feel is very important, especially to newcomers. Maybe we're maybe we're so deep into it because we have had a journey, guys, in this past over year and a half. We've had a journey, so we've kind of forgotten how that newbie uh, space mindset is. So please let us know if we're, if we're definitely taking something for granted. If you have any questions, we can definitely do a 101 series to bring in all the newcomers into the space. So thank you all so much for listening. Um, hope to see you all soon. Oh, you also may have noticed that we're out here on a Friday. So uh, we are going to be working on bringing in earlier in the week. We just have to get schedules coordinated and all that stuff. But don't worry, it's coming to you early in the week. So that way we can definitely take a little bit of stress out of your work. Thank you so much. See you all and peace. Peace.